I want to make this very special recording because I just watched an incredibly great movie called V for Vendetta. Before I talk about the storyline and the reasons why I like this movie, uh, I want to just take a look at the title of this movie. So Vendetta comes from the Latin uh, root vindicare, which means vengeance or revenge. And the definition of Vendetta uh, is, according to Merriam-Webster, blood feud in which the family of a murdered person seeks vengeance on the murderer of the murderer family. I was kind of questioning um, why they don't just call it V for vengeance or maybe R for revenge after uh, before I watched the movie, but of course after I watched it I completely understand why. So let's get to the storyline of this movie. In the year 2032, Evie Hammond is an average citizen of the United Kingdom, which is under the rule of the fascist and tyrannical North Fire Party. She's an employee of the state-run British television network, but soon she becomes the number one enemy of the state, together with an enigmatic and larger-than-life freedom fighter known only by the letter V. V informs Evie that she must hide in his underground lair for at least one year, and while she's reluctant to the idea at first, a bond soon forms between the two individuals. In the meanwhile, the mysterious past of V is gradually revealed to the police inspector tasked with capturing him, Eric Finch. And it is not long until he starts questioning everything his government stands for. Uh, and now I'm going to talk about the reasons why I like this movie so much. The first one being that it relates us to the real world. So uh, James McTake, who is the director of the movie, also is very uh, well known as the director of the Matrix trilogy and Star Wars. So at the very beginning, I thought this is going to be a cool action movie. But after watching it, I realized it's much more than that. It's a political movie and it talks about um, how the government uh, stirs fear in people to control them, how they manipulate people through media, through news and how they use the people's trust for their own benefits and corruption. This raises the question, what is true freedom? Is freedom just doing whatever we want? Or is freedom more, uh, or can be freedom more defined as not having to do something we're reluctant to do? Uh, the other reason why I like this movie is because it has many artistic quotes basically if you want to go through all of them that'll take mostly um, maybe as long as the movie itself is uh, so I just um, have a few pics that I want to share with the first one being artists use lies to tell the truth while politicians use them to cover the truth up I like this quote especially because I think it sums up this movie really well um, it's not just something someone said in this movie, but it's also something that is happening in this movie and it's something what this movie is about. So in the movie, uh, V captured Evie and pretended that he is the government, that he uh, the government is torturing her, trying to kill her, and in the end, um, he re reveals that it was actually just him all the time. So this was a, uh, this was a lie that V told to Evie. But the reason why he told this lie was because he wanted her to understand what happened to him and what happens to all the people that was with him in that concentration camp at the time conducted by the government. The government did the same thing to those people 
But the reason they did it was not, definitely not to uncover some truth, but rather to cover up some truth, to undergo their um, like evil uh, experiment, by bio, biological experiment. Um, yeah, so I just think it's beautiful. And then if we take a larger scale, if we look at this movie from a larger scale, um, this movie itself is also in a way a lie because these things didn't happen it's a fiction but what this lie is trying to tell us is it wants us to start questioning everything we see everything we hear everything we read on tv on newspapers online through media through everything and i i think it's just very beautiful how they have this um how they put this line in the movie while they talk about a story that uh, this line actually worked, how this line actually worked, and then the movie itself also act according to this quote. The second one is something that V said. He said, beneath this mask, there's more than flesh. Beneath this mask, there's an idea, and ideas are bulletproof. So um, this movie actually made me think of another movie I watched uh, called The Joker, uh, the there are some common things between these movies and the most the major common thing they have is that the idea of having a mask and people wearing those masks and after I watched the movie uh, the Joker movie I was thinking is this Joker in the Joker movie the same Joker as the one we see in Batman uh, Dark Dark Knight Rises or is Joker rather an idea of someone who is not satisfied with the government, someone who is being treated unfairly, or or someone who wants to create chaos. Um, yeah, and throughout the movie uh, of V for Vendetta, we don't really get to see uh, how V looks like. We don't really get to know his family, whether he has siblings, and we don't, of course, know about his past. We just know he is... Um, he grew stronger because he survived this fire in, in, the, in the concentration camp or, or the lab of the concentration camp. Now, uh, the third quote I like is that people should not be afraid of their governments. Govern governments should be afraid of their people. This is just so obvious. This is the essence, the value of true democracy. And I also believe that governments should be built by and for the people. And yeah, I, I, I don't think I need to further explain this. So let's move on to the third reason why I like this movie. There's a term I learned in literature called round character. It means that a character changes his or her personality or thoughts throughout the storyline, which is exactly what happened to Evie. At the very beginning, she was this naive and um, afraid uh, girl. Uh, she was afraid of the government. She was afraid of breaking the curfew and everything but in the end she became strong and she became part of V or or she lived up to the idea V wanted to convey to the world. We also see a change in Detective um, Finch who was initially initially uh, chasing V and trying to yeah, capture him but in the end he started doubting the government. Um, I like the scene especially when he was talking um, through like a video video call or like a, a scene um, to to Adam Sutler, who is the chancellor. Uh, and when they were supposed to chant with Adam Sutler, 
um, England prevails, he kind of looked down and you can see that he started to doubt. And it, it was so, um, it was such a slight um, action, like this doubt, but you can see that he started to not believe anymore in everything the government tells him. Okay, and um, yeah, another another thing I like, also this is more like the relationship between Evie and V, is that they have this very mature love, so I will definitely not say it's a conventional um, romance, because we don't have a scene where Evie maybe reveals his mask and kisses him, even though his face was distorted or full of scars, um, maybe burned even. She has this complete respect for V of what he wants to be and what he wants to be um, remembered as. He doesn't want to be remembered as someone who survived the concentration camp, but he wants to be remembered as an idea behind the mask. So even after V died, she didn't reveal his mask and she didn't, um, out of curiosity, like try to get to know oh, who, who is he and everything. But um, she respected what he wanted to be. Um, and with that, I'm also going to talk about the acting of Hugo Weaving as V because in the movie he only has his voice and his body language. He cannot act with his facial expression. So I think his voice was remarkable. You hear kind of this, um, this, this calmness in his voice, not because nothing was happening or because he's just calm, but because he has a very steady goal. He knows what he wants to do and he knows what he's fighting for. He's fighting for the freedom of people. He's freeing people from the control, the fear of the government. And you also kind of hear uh, this rage in his voice because of the unjust he has been through. But combining this rage with um, this sort of calmness in his voice, he has he is stronger than anyone. He has a stronger... Um, objective than anyone and then of course Evie's acting from an innocent person to this strong and rebellious person uh, we can definitely see that change not only in her acting but also in yeah in the in, in her looks um, her hair was shaved in the end but um, and she I don't know like in, in the movie she looks so fragile like she doesn't she, she's not a strong character I mean physically but her gaze is stronger than anyone in this movie and then um, also the uh, the chancellor Adam Sattler um, in the first 90% of part of the movie he's this fearful dictator uh, who, who everyone is afraid of. But then as we see him in real life when he was captured, he suddenly became this whimpering coward. And it's just so interesting to see how, how different um, this person acts. Uh, we see the contrast and I think it's re really remarkable. Uh, this movie received a lot of criticism because it came out not too long after the 911 incident. And then some people were saying that it's a movie about pro-terrorism. But again, we can also ask ourselves this question. I mean, of course, um, if people are getting killed, if, if buildings are being blown up, it is terrifying. But isn't concealing the truth, manipulating people and telling lies or even just 
um, not letting the public know about those who are suffering also a terrifying act and what is worse i mean if if we look at the 911 incident um terrorism is yeah crashing buildings with a plane but if we look at this movie um what we did of course is perceived as terrorism from the from the government but from the people's point of view or from our point of view what we what we was trying to do is just is just to free the people and to let them claim back their rights uh, especially also in the movie minorities like um homosexuals or or people of color um people of different religions are being suppressed and sent to the concentration camp for for reasons such as treason or uh, yeah unfaithful whatever and I, I I think it's really um something we can ask ourselves what is what is um yeah what is terrorism um I think this movie brings us to question everything like all the thoughts that we are told and to start questioning is just a good thing in general okay um and the last thing about uh, I want to talk about is the music because the 1812 overture was used a lot especially in the explosion scenes where V was exp- um, blowing up the, the city uh, I think it was the first building he blew up was the Bailey uh, a small historical story behind the 1812 overture is um, is okay it's written by Tchaikovsky and it's written uh, with the motivation to kind of like celebrate the uh, the successful Russian defense against Napoleon's invading Grande army. In the end of this music, um, they have this very like majestic and rhythmic um, explosion sound actually made by cannons. So in formal performances, they will re- use real cannons in, in the concert. And what I hear from this are two things the first one being success the success of people finally awakening and finally starting to to have the will to claim back their rights the other thing i heard was the declaration of war because this is going to be an ongoing rebellion it's still there's still a long way to go um democracy is not achieved from one day to another and there will be people sacrificing themselves with this, um, in the end, I wanna yeah, I just wanna end this recording with um, something Evie said. I think it was at the beginning of the movie. Remember, remember the fifth of November, the gunpowder treason and plot. I know of no reason why the gunpowder treason should ever be forgot. But what of the man? I know his name was Guy Fox, and I know in 1605 he attempted to blow up the Houses of Parliament. But who was he really? What was he like? We are told to remember the idea, not the man, because men can fail. He can be caught, he can be killed and forgotten, but 400 years later an idea can still change the world. I've witnessed firsthand the power of ideas. I've seen people kill in the name of them and die defending them. But you cannot kiss an idea, cannot touch it or hold it. 
ideas are, do not bleed. They do not feel pain. They do not love. And it is not an idea that I miss. It is a man. A man that made me remember the 5th of November. A man that I will never forget.